And so, with the cup held high, me the leave Croke Park, All-Ireland football champions for 1949. Oh, beautiful me, you've got all that I need. Dimpsey hits Davin Fay. Anthony Finnerty comes in and gives him a touch of the elbow. Colm Kyle hitting Finnerty. This is Colm's first punch. Finity delayed reaction, looks around, sees Martin O'Connell coming in and thinks that the best action is to go down. What a set of matches we've had. Four terrific and memorable games. Final score meets 2-10. Dublin, 15. So Joe McDonough, GA president, presents Sam McGuire to Graham Geraghty and meet of the football champions. Hello listeners, you're very welcome to another edition of the We Are Me podcast with Davey Rispin and Mickey Brennan. Um, Davey, three out of three, a hat-trick of Leinster club wins on the weekend for me. I can't remember in my living memory, so my living memory should be longer than yours, but you've got an absolute sponge of a memory as well, so I could be wrong in uh, uh, in my assessment of that. I don't remember ever three teams in Mead winning on the same day in Leinster Club Championship. No, same weekend. Neither do I, to be honest. Uh, Whew, that's absolutely, good, yeah. absolutely brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a first for everything, Mickey. But uh, <laughs> like a brilliant, brilliant weekend. Really, really good. We talked them up last week when we did the the previews for, for the Loyal Royals and certainly was confident. Um, but they still need to go and back that up. And uh, there were three pretty thorough performances you know the the first two on Saturday were big victories but they didn't look like they were going to be that at half time with Dunchocklin and Castletown locked at half time uh, six apiece then with Retoton Road on on Sunday there was never more than like two or three points between the sides at any given time and for for Retoth to do what they did to Road it was almost like what Road have done to teams in Leicester Championships over the last 10 years they, they played them at their own game essentially and, and got the better of them. I thought it was a it was a it was a significant win without them playing like particularly well or as well as we know they can. They got the job done. And in Leinster Championship, Mickey, that's that's the name of the game, really. Absolutely. And and you you hit the nail on the head. Um, you know, uh in Leinster Championship, that's the way it's done. And that's what Road have been doing for years. Yeah. You know, and um, did it to Simon Stone in 2016. They've done it numerous times, but they're so experienced in uh, Leinster club action that they know how to win it. So for a thought to go and do a road on road was absolutely brilliant. But, you know, when you look at Castleton and Dunchocklin on Saturday, half time, you're a bit worried about both of them, but both of them ended up uh, uh, six points apiece at half time in both of those games. But both of them added two goals and 13 points in two emphatic second halves for both Castleton against Lara in Ockram and Wicklow at 1.30 on Saturday and in Park Tolchin at the same time Dunchocklin were doing the very same against Ballyteague of Kildare. Yeah, yeah, I suppose Castletown really outscored their opponents with points up until injury time and they got the couple of goals through, through familiar sources in Cribben and Ross. Um, and Dunchocklin similar to that got two goals in quick succession through um through Connor Gray and John McDonough and that that put the games to bed 
in saying that, I think they would have won anyway. The two of them would have won anyway without the goals, but the goals did put a little bit of a, a sweeter touch on the scoreboard, shall we say. Um, Ratote didn't didn't need a goal or didn't threaten a goal, but crucially, they kept Rode out the other end and defended extremely well. Uh, the concession of, I think, what was it, five or six frees maybe to Niall McNamee over the hour was was probably the the thing that really kept Rode in touch. Um, but but I was impressed with Ratote's game management, even if it took David Brady to influence it towards the latter stages again. It, it, everything you need to do to win the game of football, that's what Ratote did. And uh, they, they used it. They, they, They've they've gained or they've uh they've yeah they've gained experience over the last number of years, which maybe three years ago when they first entered Leinster they probably wouldn't have had. I would say. Yeah, one hundred percent. Well, you know, it's it's just you know watching watching the three teams uh, on the weekend uh, uh, getting their victories is absolutely brilliant. I think Dana White might be on to David Brady at this stage, Davy. Um, you know, he's uh, he's loving these little sideshows on the on the on the sideline, but. You know, we're starting to think that this might be calculated because he's a clever man and he knows what he's doing and um, he maybe got into the head of of, of Anton uh, O'Sullivan or Anton Sullivan towards the end of that game for Road and and Road kind of fell into a little bit of a trap. There was a ball thrown up that was a free or a sideline ball mm. for Road at that stage and David Brady just using all of his uh, cleverness to 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 you know influence the game a little bit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and um, I suppose you could you could say it was probably similar in the in the county final against Summerhill because, I mean, if you think back to it, Summerhill lost a couple of minutes and a decision was thrown up as well. I think, if I'm not mistaken, so, um, possibly there's method to his madness and that. But like as as we we we've interviewed Brian McMahon and and Shane Kelly, and they said like he's he's such a level headed, cool customer that they're not quite sure how he ends up getting caught up in these. <laughs> uh, these malaise or whatever, but yeah, Anton Sullivan was, was riled up uh, during the game. And I think he was playing the game on the edge and it was always likely to boil over at some stage. And I mean, you know yourself when the ball is and hovering over towards the sideline towards the latter stages, when it's close between the sides, it's always conducive to a little bit of argy bargy, shall we say. Yeah, well, we have done a full Leinster Club roundup over on our Loyal Royals podcast. It is uh, Patreon forward slash We Are Mead, where we review Dunchocklin's win, uh, Castletown's win, and Rathout's win. We've interviews with Richie Keeley, Adam Keeley, Shane Kelly, and Bryony McMahon there as well. And also on our Loyal Royals podcast this week, we're going to be doing Rispin's Rankings. It is the club ranking uh, podcast for 2022. We did one earlier this year. And uh, Davy may have got, have got it fairly well right. And uh, there's been an awful lot of fluctuation all the way around all of the championships this year. So I'd say there might be some positional switches for teams in the Rispens rankings. So do look out for that one. And of course, later on in the week, we will have commentaries from the Dioralite uh, Regional Championship on Tuesday and on Wednesday. We will be doing on Tushkart versus Bruna Bonia from Group A on Tuesday night. And then it'll be Moifenra versus Boyne Valley on Wednesday night because they're the two games that will uh, decide who will go through to the semi-finals with Lock Crew and Tara who've already booked their places in the semi-finals and uh, four teams fighting it out for the final two semi-final spots. And we will be doing a full review of the Dior Light Regional Championship later in the week and we'll have interviews from both of the winning camps or, or 
from from uh, two, if not three, of the games uh, between Tuesday and Wednesday nights. So do head on over to our Loyal Loyals podcast. Plenty more podcasts coming your way this week. Um, Davy, again, our congratulations to Castleton, the Jocelyn, and we told them we wish them all the very best of luck in their semi-finals. Um, we have more Leinster action coming up next week, Davy, because Trim Hurlers will be out. There's just the trim hurlers out. Uh, there's the screen ladies footballers out, and there's the Nafina Camogues out as well. Bear with me, Mickey. First up Ooh. on Saturday, it's Trim, uh, the Mead Senior Hurling Champions taking on Danesford of Kilkenny. That's in the intermediate hurling championship. Uh, Danesford, of course, um, very formidable side. That takes place in Nolan Park at half one on Saturday, the twelfth of November. Um, so it should be a very interesting one there for Trim. Uh, difficult opener on paper, but they'll give it a right good slash, I would say. Um, screen are in the intermediate uh, ladies Leinster final. They take on the Longford uh, Slashers. And that game takes place on the 13th of November, which I believe is next Sunday. Um and I'm not sure of a venue for that just yet. So we'll, we'll let you know as soon as we know. And finally, the last one is, of course, Nafina, uh, the Nafina Camogues, who won the Senior Championship in Mead this year. And they are going to take on uh, Michel. I, I don't know where they're actually from. It's taking place on the 19th of November, and it's, uh, it's a Leinster semi-final. Um, 19th of November so they still have two weeks to get ready for that Nafina but uh, Michel um, don't know where they're from <laughs> we'll have to we'll have to get uh, uh, confirmation of the pronunciation of that team and find out where they're from was there any chance Davey that it could be um, a team from abroad we, we did see that uh, there was some there was a victory on the weekend for the first ever European side, not from London, um, in uh, the provincial club championships. Uh, was it from the Netherlands? I think that we we saw a winner, but um, yeah, there was some winner over the weekend. Maybe it's them. Could be, could, could, yeah, could well be Mickey. Yeah, I'm, I'm never heard never heard of them before now. Um, so we'll we'll try and do a little bit of digging and and hopefully get a little bit more information on that. Yeah, we will indeed, but um, we want to wish Nafina uh, screen and trim the very best of luck next week. No, and... Carlo, Carlo. Ah, they're from Carlo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, damn. May, yeah, may as well be abroad. So we'll have to try and figure out how that the, the, they're pronounced then. Uh, Michels, is that what you say? It's not Mitchells, is it? No. Uh, M-Y-S-H-A-L-L. Oh, Okay, right. Interesting one there. We'll figure out how to pronounce that uh, uh, before next weekend anyway, for sure. But wish Nafin the very best luck against the Carlo champions. That's the way we'll say it. Have you barely the patience to listen to a 30-second ad? Well then, at Husqvarna, we can't imagine how you put up with having to manually mow your lawn. Instead, kick back and silently say goodbye to hours wasted manually mowing your lawn replacing it with the near-silent cutting of a Husqvarna automower. Smart home compatible, and if that isn't your cup of tea, control automower from your phone. Automower also brings new meaning to green fingers, producing no direct emissions. If we've caught your ear, contact PR Coin & Sons, your authorised automower dealer on 046 955 1910.
or in store in Clonard County Meath. Hi, Kevin Coyne here from PR Coyne & Sons. If you need any more information on the Ottomore, feel free to call into us here in Clonard County Meath. Um, Davey, we'll move on now to some club results and fixtures. And, uh, of course, Under-21 Hurling Championship and Under-21 Football Championship is in full swing. And we have all the results from uh, the last number of days over here in front of us now, Davey. Yeah, we'll start with the Under-21, Mickey. Uh, the N2 Electrical Under-21 Championship and... Um... There was games played on Sunday today and Ratoth, it wasn't just in football, this was a round three clash in the under-21 championship where they recorded a huge 3.22 to 12-point victory over Clannagale. And in the other game played, Kilmessen had five points to spare over Kildalki, 21 points to Kilmessen, 113 to Kildalki. And um, with some of the teams have three games played, others have two games played, but at the top, there's no splitting Ratoth and Kilmessen. They have two wins from their three games and sit joint top with four points apiece. And directly underneath them, uh, albeit with one game less played, is Trim and the Kaline Longwood combination with three points from their two games played. So this, this, group even the two teams at the bottom have a point each to their name it's going to be tight uh, entering the closing stages of it yeah absolutely we'll move on now to the n2 electrical uh, under 21 b hurling championship and the only game we have a uh, result from last weekend was navin o'matney's 119 st pat's 10 points navin o'matney's three from three sitting at the top of the pile with six points then just underneath them with three points is dunamore ashburn they have a game played a game less played as do drum who have two points. So, um, uh, St. Pat's have three games played and they've got two points. And then the two teams at the bottom are Wolf Tones and a solitary point and Rathout's second team. So we'll move on now to the end to uh, Electrical Under 21A Hurling Championship. Yeah, three games are played on Sunday in this. Uh, Dunnery continue their fine recent form. They had a huge victory over Nafina, 4.17 to eight points. St. Peter's Dunboyne defeated the Lock Crew Gale Column Kill Amalgamation 213 to 1-7. And in the final game played, Ratmaline had eight points to spare over Kiltail, 216 to two goals and eight. And what that means for the table is Dundry and Ratmaline only two games played, but they sit top of the tree with four points apiece. Dunboyne also have four points, but they've played one game more. And underneath them, Kiltail and Lock Crew, Gale Column Kill, still in it. Uh, they have two points from the three games, and bottom of the pile. Not from three is Nafina. Moving on then to the Cool Right uh, Refrigeration Under 20 uh, Football Championship. And uh, we're going to uh, go to Group A first. And uh, Trim, these games played on this game played on Friday night, was Trim 111, Centralstown 19, a two point victory there for Trim over Centralstown. And then Dunmore Ashburn, two goals and 12, Rathoth. One goal and four. Of course, Rathote would be depleted, I'd say, with players uh, playing for uh, the senior team in that Leinster Championship. But what it means is, is that Dunmore Ashburn have three from three, Trim have two from three, and they are on four points. Then Central State have two points, Rathote with zero points in that one. Moving on to Group B then, Davy. Yeah, in Group B, uh, only one game played, Mickey, on Friday night, and it was a cracker between St. Colin Kills and Summerhill, two of the heavyweights of this grade, and it finished 12 points apiece. Uh, two top teams in the division, Summerhill, 
uh, continued their unbeaten run there, uh, five points from their three games played. Uh, it, it was essentially a top-of-the-table clash, really. Column Kills, only two games played, but they have three points, and underneath them, Screen and Dunshockland, no points each. But it's worth remembering that Dunshockland have only played one game, so they have two games in hand, basically, on the likes of Summerhill, and the hope would be maybe that their, their fellas, I think they're playing Wednesday night, they might have a few lads that might be able to play that or would have been involved over the weekend with their intermediates. Yeah. Interesting that Rathoth have played their three games um, uh, in that under-20 championship, even though they have had Leinster campaigns uh, uh, coming up. So that's just an interesting one there. In the Coolwright uh, Refrigeration Under-20D Football Championship, Group B, we're going to go to this time. There's only one game played. Well, there was no games played because Conor Gale got a walkover from Dunshockland in that game. So Dunshockland haven't played a game in this yet. Uh, they've conceded all four games. And uh, Slane sit, sit top of the pile with six points from three games. And Clonnagale have four points from their three games. And then Longwood and Beliver have two games played each. And they've got two points uh, apiece. So uh, both of them still in it. A victory for either one over each other will bring them right back into it and be level with Clonnagale. Moving on to Group A then in the under-20D football championship. Yeah, one game on Friday night, one game on Saturday. On Friday night, Dunham or Ashburn had a massive victory over St. Michael's. Five goals and 16 points, 13 points. And in the other game, Rackenny defeated Jenkinstown Gales, a Jenkinstown Gales side managed by Alan Nestor and Sean Duggan. Uh, talk about a recipe for disaster, but they were beaten in any such case, 216 to 11 points. Uh, a bit of encouragement needed there for the Jenkinstown Gales. There's a little bit more about that in Instagram Interactive, which we'll come to. But what it means for the table is Rackenny go clear at the top. They have three from three, sit top of the tree with six points. Jenkinstown are still second with four but they're joined there now by Dunham or Ashburn on four. Underneath them, it's in Column Kill's second string who have two points. And at the foot of the table, it's Ratoth and St. Michael's who are pointless. That's Dunham or Ashburn's second team as well, Davey, isn't it? it is. uh, yeah, yeah. Incredible sure. stuff for uh, a second team to be doing so well. But moving on anyway to the under the Cool Right Refrigeration under 20C football championship. We're going to start with Group B. Two games played, both of them on Friday night. St. Vincent's Curraha, 217. Minalti Karen Ross, 1 7. 13-point victory there for St. Vincent's Curaha. And also on Friday night, it was Innie Gales, 1-14, St. Mary's, 2-4. 17 points to 10, a 7-point victory for Innie Gales, who are top of the table with uh, 6 points from 3 uh, games. St. Vincent's Curaha and St. Mary's are both in joint second with 3 points apiece, with Minalti Ross bottom of the pile uh, on 0 points. Moving on to Group A of the Under-20C Football Championship. Yeah, this group was all wrapped up uh, going into the weekend, but there was two games down for decision and Nafina defeated St. Dalton's Cortown Gales 1-9 to 6 points to finish uh, second from bottom. And in the other game was a top-of-the-table clash between the Wolf Tones and Bective and Dunsany. It was Wolf Tones who made it 3 from 3 with a 3-11 to one ten victory over Bective Dunsany. And it means the Wolf Tones finished top of the table, 6 points from the three games. Going through as well in second is Bective Dunsany on 4 Fina finish up in third with two, and Sedultons and Corton Gales at bottom with no points. Yeah, and I think uh, Group B is finished now as well, Davy, and that means that uh, Wolf Tones will play St. Vincent's Coraha, and Dunsany Bective will play any Gales in their semi finals. So, um, yeah, both of those groups have been completed. So, we'll move on now to 
the cool right refrigeration under 20b football championship and uh, this uh, group has been completed as well a group of four um, two games played one on friday one on saturday waterston 412 ballon lock 17 and then on saturday it was nubber kilmainham wood 39 clonard ballon abraki 18 so waterstown sitting top of the pile with six points and nubber kilmainham wood with that victory go into second place and book a place in the semi-finals of the Under-20B Football Championship where they will be playing against the top of the table in Group B, Davey, and, or in Group A. Yeah, in Group A, and there's a little bit of sorting to be done yet in Group A because there's teams who haven't played and we're not sure where Drumbar are at because of what went on a couple of weeks ago. So they they they, they weren't involved. There was one game played and Dundery bounced back uh, following the defeat the week previous with a massive victory over Oldcastle. Six goals and 12 points to four goals and six points. Um, what that means for the table is Drumconnor Meath Hill still top with uh, four points from their two games. Dundry goes second with four points from three games. Drumbarra and Oldcastle are pointless. Now, Drumbarra haven't have only played one game. Oldcastle have played two games. So we're not actually quite sure what's happening here, but I'm sure it'll all become clear in the next couple of weeks. Well, essentially, Oldcastle are out because they have one game to be played and they can't get to four points. Drumbarra, did, who did they uh, uh, play in their first game? Who did they, Do you know who did they lose to? Because if they I'm, lost, I'm, Dun- I'm going to say no. I'm going to say it was from Conrad Mead Hill. Okay, because then they would have to play Dundry and Oldcastle in their final two games, and if they were to get the two victories, they would have the head-to-head then on Dundry. So a little bit of sorting out to be done in Group A of the Under Twenty B Championship. And then we're going to move on to the Under Twenty A Football Championship. We're going to go to Group B first, and uh, no games played in this one on the weekend, Davy. So we'll just skip by it. Kilbride are sitting top the table with four points. The Leake Bellieston and Kilary Emmets are on two points each. And Gail Column Kill on zero points. Kilary Emmets didn't play. A lot of their players were involved with Castletown on the weekend. Kilbride and Gail Column Kill. That game didn't go ahead either, Davy. No, I think Kilbride actually gave Gail Column Kill the walkover. Um... They're true. They can't be caught. And listen, I'm not that they're entitled to. You don't like seeing that at all, even if they are true. Uh, the likelihood is, though, that Dulik, Bellustown, Cleary, Emmett's game, when it does happen, it'll be a straight shoot to decide who goes through. So uh, still a lot to be played for in that. Yeah, absolutely. And moving on then to Group A of the uh, Under-20 uh, A Football Championship. It's all the A's. Group all A is. from under twenty A. Yeah, and there was a game played on Friday night and uh, St. Pat's had a handsome victory over Napanamatnes, 3-10 to 6. And in the other game played, uh, Dumboyne uh, defeated your own Simon Stengales. I know you were trying to skip away from it, but geez, <laughs> let me read it out. Uh, 119 to St. Peter's Dumboyne, one goal and six to Simon Stone. What that means for the table, everything's wrapped up here. Dumboyne finished top of the table, three from three, six points from their three games. St. Pat's go through in second with four. Simonstown finished third with two. And Navinomatney's bottom of the pile with no points. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I think the damage was done for Simonstown the second day against St. Pat's when they went behind by, I think, seven or eight points, came back and uh, were a point behind when St. Pat's hit for two goals in quick succession. And and that was made... uh, that was um, the end of the championship, really, for Simonson. They did have to get a victory against Dumboyne, but Dumboyne just t- too strong. So moving on then, Davy, to the Diora Light Regional Football Championship. 
And uh, the game was played from Group B. They were on Wednesday night. Tara won 11. Boyne Valley 13 points. A one-point victory for Tara. My Fenra won 9. Blackwater won 7. A two-point victory for my Fenra. Drags them right back into uh, the championship, which is absolutely brilliant. And they will face off against Boyne Valley in the final group game next week to decide, or this week coming actually, to decide who will join uh, Tara and Lockerell in the semi-finals. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, into the Group A, and uh, there was two games down for decision on Tuesday night. Bruno Bonia defeated Darnley 115 to two goals and seven, and Lockrew had a one-point victory over on two Tushkart, 111 to 13 points. What this means is, similar to the other group, there's one game uh, with, with it all to play for Lockrew, Artru, um, and they'll be joined by either on Tuscart or Bruno Bonia, who go toe to toe on Tuesday night. The other game that takes place between Lockrew and Darnley, that's a, a dead rubber essentially. But um, yeah, one one big game to play in each group, Mickey. Yeah, one exactly, and, and exactly the way you'd want it going into the uh, last group game. Well, obviously, you'd want something right in all four games. Um, but uh, it is a chance for Lockrew and Tara maybe to um, give some extended panel members some more game time in their final games before they uh, get ready for semi-finals but they will want to go in on the back of victories also so david we're going to move on to uh, the fixtures now we'll run through these as quick as possible because there's a lot of results and fixtures going on here there is indeed we'll start at the bottom with the n2 electrical under 21 b hurling championship uh on Sorry, we'll we'll go to yeah, we'll go to the first set of games. There's one game on Wednesday night in Drumree. It's Drumree versus Dunham Ashburn at eight o'clock. Then there's games on Sunday. It's St. Pat's versus Wolf Tones, Rathold versus Drumree, and Dunham Ashburn versus Navin O'Matneys. Those games incidentally all throw in at eleven o'clock on Sunday morning. Then uh, in the N2 Electrical Under 20 Hurland Championship on Sunday, we have three games down for decision, all at 11 a.m. as well. In Kilmessen, it's Kilmessen versus Kilian uh, Longwood. In Trim, it's Trim versus Rathout. And in Athboy, it's Clonagale against Kildalki. So um, all of the games uh, there. Davey, we move on to the Under 21A Hurland Championship. Yeah, three games down for decision next Sunday, uh, all at 11 as well. It's Kiltail versus Lockcrew, Gail Column Kill, that's at 11. Uh, Dunboyne, in Dunboyne, it's St. Peter's Dunboyne versus Dundry. And in Baconstown, it's Nafina versus Ratmaline, all those games thrown in at 11 o'clock Sunday morning. Now we're going to move on to the Coolright Refrigeration Under 20 D Football Championship and Group B on Friday night in Dunchotland. It's Dunchotland GA against Longwood. Whether or not that goes ahead, I don't know. I think they've conceded their first four games so far. And then on Saturday in Beliver, it's Beliver against Clonagale at 2 o'clock. Moving on then to the Under 20 D Group A. Yeah, two games down for decision on Friday and one on Saturday. On Friday night in Carlinstown, it's St. Michael's versus Retold. Eight o'clock start for that one. As well as that, at eight o'clock in Pilltown, it's St. Column Kills against Jenkinstown Gales. And the game on Saturday is a quarter to three uh, throw-in between Ratkenny and Dunham Ashburn. Interesting throw-in time there. And then in the Dioralite Regional Football Championship, Group B on Wednesday, we've already alluded to this already. It's Blackwater versus Tara. And then the big one, my Fenra versus Boyne Valley at 8 o'clock. Do look out for um, our link to the commentary on all our social media for that game uh, during the week. And then on Tuesday night. On Tuesday night, Mickey, it is Lockrew versus Darnley at half seven. And it's on Tushkart versus Bruno Bonia at eight o'clock. Um, and we'll have both of those games covered for the We Are Mead podcast. We will indeed. And we'll be doing a full uh, live commentary of on Tushkart versus 
Bruno Bonia, uh, that crucial game on Tuesday night and of course the crucial game on Wednesday night is by Fenra and Boyne Valley and again we will be sending out links for both of those games during the week so do stay tuned to our social media. Have you barely the patience to listen to a 30 second ad? Well then, at Husqvarna, we can't imagine how you put up with having to manually mow your lawn. Instead, kick back and silently say goodbye to hours wasted manually mowing your lawn, replacing it with the near silent cutting of a Husqvarna auto mower. Smart home compatible, and if that isn't your cup of tea, control auto mower from your phone. Auto mower also brings new meaning to green fingers, producing no direct emissions. If we've caught your ear, Contact PR Coin and Sons, your authorised auto mower dealer on 046 955 1910 or in store in Clonard County Meath. Hi, Kevin Coyne here from PR Coin and Sons. If you need any more information on the Automower, feel free to call into us here in Clonard County Meath. Okay, Davy, it's time now to move on to uh, the lottos and Instagram. Yeah, we'll start with the lottos. And the first one up that I have is from my own court in GFC. And we have an 11,500 jackpot, which wasn't won last Friday. Uh, the numbers were 22, 25, sorry, 23, 25, 31, and 32. 520 euro winners were Julie Thorpe, uh, Paul Weldon, and Jamie Moreau. Paula Weldon and Jamie Moreau, Mary Kilgallen, Martina McHugh, and Kathleen Grace. The Trolley Dash finalist, the latest one is Emma Henry. And we go again Friday night with 11,600 and another place in the Trolley Dash at courtandga.com forward slash lotto. Navino Matney's next in, and their results from the 1st of November. The numbers were 13, 14, 15, and 30. There was no winner. They was two match three winners who was Francis McManus and Martin Farley. The next draw takes place on the 8th of November, 6,050 euro up for grabs there. Drumbara next in and their results from last week, 4,800 euro of a jackpot, not one. There was uh, five 30 euro winners who were Helen Carey, Melissa Doyle, Patty Smith, Pat Mathis and Seamus and Kevin. Um, Castletown are next up and their results from last week there was no jackpot winner of their €5,000 uh, top prize the numbers were 3, 6, 12 and 22 the lucky dip winners collecting €30 Euro each were Nisi, Nish, Nishi Young Lisa Kelly Bridgie Duffy Fiona Weldon and Johnny Duffy Waterstown next up and their results from Sunday the 30th of October 1, 8, 17 and 18 Uh there was a match three winners who were Lorraine Conway and Lorraine Barrett. And uh, next week's draw is on Sunday, which is tonight, and the jackpot is three thousand eight hundred euro. You can play via club force or pick up an envelope in their bar. Manalvi from last Monday night, the thirty first of October, two eight twenty and twenty three. No jackpot winner. Three twenty euro winners were Joe Moran, Olivia Bryan, and Jerry Larkin. The next draw takes place Monday the seventh, and there's a one thousand three hundred euro jackpot at manalvigfc.ie, or you can play it on the Club Force app. And the final one I have is from Minolti and their results from last Sunday night, the 31st of October, 5,400 jackpot, 4, 9, 11 and 22. There was no jackpot winner. Six match three winners collecting 35 euro each. Brendan Barber, Nicholas McKenna, Charlie Maloney, Paul Smith, Olivia Cusson and Martin Riley. The one special online prize of 50 euro went to John Kangley and the next draw takes place tonight with 5,600 euro up for grabs. 
Very good. Well, the two I have are the usual Simonstown and Centralstown. Simonstown's lotto last week was not won. The draw took place on Friday the 4th. Jackpot was 1600 and the two match three winners were Brendan Brady and Colette Foran. The numbers drawn were 8, 11, 25 and 32. Next Friday's uh, jackpot is 1650 and you can play it online or on the club's app app go to any of their social media and you'll find that there jelly had no other comments this week league of ireland is over uh the cup final was on but he didn't uh, bother to say anything about that and then davy in centralstown their lotto last week was one the lotto's draw the lotto numbers drawn were 1 7 16 and 27 and uh, the lucky winner was mick morgan he matched all four numbers and next week's lotto is a thousand euro and you can do that through smartlotto.ie or go to any of their social media pages and you'll find the link there so a nice little 3100 uh going to mr morgan there and um yeah nice nice little lift before christmas as they say savage uh yeah. we'll head to instagram interactive and david quinn is first up and he wants to know are the leinster semis in crow park well I think he was talking about the whole lot of them. Unfortunately, it's just we're told to think that are going to be playing Mickey. Castletown and Dunshockland are going to have to wait at least for another few rounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think uh, Dunshockland are home, though, to uh, Cooley Kickhams, aren't they? Yeah. And Castletown are away to Clonmore of Carlo in their semi-final. But uh, it will be Ratot will be flying the flag in Crow Park for Mead. Yeah, James McDonough said Ratot for Leinster. Um, you know... I, I just want to see how they progress now from here on. That That's a huge win for them over road. Mm. And they have to take great confidence from that going forward. And if they build up a little bit of momentum, there's there's no reason why they couldn't. Like we saw what Wolf Tones did to Kilmacud last year um, in Navin. So I, I'd be, I'd be um, if Rathod can get over uh, uh, the downs in the semi-final, I'd be quietly confident of them going into a Leinster final. Conor McGovern wants to know where was Owen Griffin Tuesday night for the Darnley regional game. Well, Davy, can you tell us where was Owen Griffin? He, he he apparently had a back problem. Um, yeah, that that's what he said. So yeah. Okay, well, if that's what he said, that's all you can take it at face value. So uh, there you go. Owen Griffin had a back problem. Yeah, week. Robert Robert Perfield said three out of three ain't bad. It, absolutely, I'm just buzzing about that. I just think it's. Uh, you mentioned it as well earlier on that there's a great uh, buzz around me at the moment with the whole Colin O'Rourke coming in to take over from Andy and you know it's just this, there's there's a lift and whatever going on and you know it seems to have kind of ran through into our uh, uh, our clubs and our club championship and you know I think the fact that it's a clean slate and, and, and that's all positions and all panel positions are up for grabs that players may have kind of just upped their game a little bit yeah yeah certainly uh brian faulkner said sean fitz goal today was the second was only the second of his career the other one was an own goal <laughs> <laughs> and fitzy Ouch. fitzy text in and he said it was a bullet header too i'm not i'm not sure was he talking about the one today or the own goal that he got before but yeah <laughs> yeah i'd say the own goal was a bullet header for sure Possibly. Um, Colin McAreevy, this is an interesting point, actually. He said the black card time killing now is a fine art. And I actually seen two very good exhibits of that on Sunday. One for a tote and one for road. With fellas going down for like two or three minutes at a time with apparent injuries, but there's probably nothing really wrong. And obviously the clock doesn't stop for the black card. So essentially it's a 10-minute spell. Whether the ball is in play or it's not, the clock is ticking and 
you're starting to see teams subconsciously now doing it. So they're actually, they're not being told or anything. They're, they're, well, they are being told, but they, they don't need to be told on the pitch, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, it's and, and I'm just picking out those two because I've seen it firsthand, but it's happening across the country, left, right, and, and centre now. And the funny thing is, is that the black card was brought in to stop cynicism and going down like yeah. that during the black card is, is, uh, is cynical. So, uh, you know, what do you do? Do you give them a black it, card? It's, it's well? probably... It's, if I know it's it's hard and you're probably entering territory, you're getting more referees involved, but there probably needs to be something that there does need to be a stopwatch put on it. Because like if a fella yeah. goes down with a serious injury for five or six minutes, genuinely like it defeats no the purpose of the black yeah. card. Exactly. So yeah. yeah, I think that probably does need to be looked at in a broader scheme. Um uh, do sorry, Bobby Bobby O's, I'm going to say O'Sullivan or possibly O'Shea. He said Summerhill under 20s are a different animal. They're, I think, five points three from three games, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They drew one. So um, yeah. maybe they're not a different animal. Somebody else is an animal as well then because they did draw one of their games. Um, actually, that was that was one of the games on the... That was the game on the weekend they drew, wasn't it? It was Friday night, yeah, with Column Kills, yeah. 12 points apiece with Column Kills. So we've got, you know, two animals on the loose. Speaking of animals, do you want to do the lucky to be working segment? Let's do it. <laughs> he said, um, Sean Duggan needs better management skills. Uh, Sean Duggan, as I said already, involved with Alan Esther on that Jenkinstown uh, Gales ticket. I did catch a video of Sean Duggan on the line, actually. It was captured by Lucky to be working, I think. And I think he just kept saying, get back, get back, get back. And it didn't work because I think the ship 211, but... Good to see him involved and Alan Esther, two good guys. Absolutely, fairness. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you just come up against a class you're right for. Yeah. Um he also said, Jesus, someone told me I went live last night telling the truth is key. Um I, I think I possibly joined the video as well, uh, at some stage. Um but what was he telling the truth about? No idea, not, to be honest. Is it li- is it libelous or anything like that? No? It possibly you might know more about that than me, Mickey, but <laughs> um, extra time sports said lucky to be working never to set foot in Kells again says he'll only go as far as Grange Garden yeah I wouldn't even let him go as far as Grange Garden um, but that's for another day okay okay podcast on its own possibly have you barely the patience to listen to a 30 second ad well then at Husqvarna, we can't imagine how you put up with having to manually mow your lawn. Instead, kick back and silently say goodbye to hours wasted manually mowing your lawn, replacing it with the near-silent cutting of a Husqvarna auto mower. Smart home compatible, and if that isn't your cup of tea, control auto mower from your phone. Auto mower also brings new meaning to green fingers, producing no direct emissions. If we've caught your ear, Contact PR Coin and Sons, your authorised auto mower dealer on 046 955 1910 or in store in Clonard County Mead. Hi, Kevin Coyne here from PR Coin and Sons. If you need any more information on the automower, feel free to call into us here in Clonard County Mead. Shawnee Fitzgerald said Owen O'Connor's under 20s march on. I think, yeah, Owen O'Connor is managing the trim under 20s who are doing ever oh. so well at the minute, yeah. Absolutely. It's great to see one of the younger lads from uh, the senior team getting involved. Um, brilliant stuff from Owen O'Connor. Yeah. Uh, Brendan Burns said, what did Brady say to Anton Sullivan? He's a pup. 
<laughs> what did he say? What did he do? Yeah. Uh, you know, um, we spoke with him already. Mind games. Absolutely brilliant. Um, he's uh, he's entertaining, that's for sure. Um, he he you know, sure is. Whether, it's, nev- whether it's, it's never an interview, yeah. Whether it's an interview or it's watching him on the side of the pitch, David Brady is a classic. Yeah, Joe McQueenie also said David Brady, pure entertainment. Yeah, 100%. Um, the boss Cooney said Conor McGill had Niall McNamee in his back pocket. Well, we'd expect that because Niall McNamee is what, 64, 65? <laughs> um, you know, Conor McGill's a young lad. Yeah, look, um, McNamee is, is still a fabulous footballer. Um, mm. But we definitely, you know, be giving Conor McGill the nod coming up against a player of of uh, of that age and that quality that he'd be able to do a job in him. Look, he's still unbelievable from freeze. Um, we saw that on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Rian Monaghan said Kevin Ross, memorable goal. Ah, brilliant. <laughs> Incredible stuff. Mm. Um, what a lob. He's, what su- he's a such a footballer, isn't he, Kevin Ross? He's just an absolute proper GA footballer. Like, he's he's just class. He is. It was it was control B uh, or one. Yeah. Um, it was all that so yeah, was going yeah. on. Catches the ball and with the outside of the uh, left boot just sliced it over the uh, goalkeeper as he was trying to get back into do, do you know? Do you know what I loved about it the most, Mickey? It was the fact it didn't bounce before it hit the net. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it, it just arrowed straight in. It didn't yeah. dribble in or one of them. You know, it was yeah. just... And, 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 and well, because it was so direct, that's that's how you know he meant he, he meant it. Like he didn't yeah. go to loft it towards for a point and it dropped in. He went for the fucking goal and he got it. It was an amazing strike. Classic. Um Joey Mooney said lack of a scoreboard in Dungani. Yeah, that is probably something that is yeah. frustrating when there's more games in there. Yeah, you know, they have to be able to get some sp- sort of sponsors to put up uh, uh, scoreboards in there. And they don't even need big fancy ones or anything like that, just to have the score. Because even at the, the game that I was doing um, last Tuesday night on Tushkart and Lock Crew, um, at halftime, Keith Jiren came over just to make sure he had the score right. There was a few people, there was a little bit of kind of uh, confusion for a minute. We all were like, well, I would like the score is 167. Do you know it was 167? Mm. And we all knew, and if there was a scoreboard there, we'd just take all that out of it. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Uh, Sean Corbett said, surely split Retoth in two. Well, absolutely. After Don't the give them ideas. After the championship is over. Um, and uh, look, there's enough clubs being split in two at the moment. We won't be doing any more of that. No, absolutely. I think that is that for Instagram Interactive. Is that it for Instagram Interactive? Well, look, it gives us a chance just to remind our listeners to go over to Patreon forward slash We Are Mead and you'll get our Loyal Royals podcasts. We have a Leinster Club roundup with interviews from Dunshotland and Rathout in their uh, Leinster Club wins. We also review the Castleton and Lara game that game played in Ockram. We will have Risman Rankins this week. Can't wait for that one. Um, it is the club ranking system. For 2022, we did one in January, I think, of earlier earlier this year. So we've left it about eight, nine, ten months uh, to do another one, and uh, I'm sure there's going to be a huge amount of changes in the rankings uh, uh, at this time of the year. And of course, we will be doing our regional review uh, later in the week. We'll be doing full commentaries on Tushka um, again in the two games on Tushkart versus Brunabonia and Myfenra versus Boyne Valley, and we'll have a reaction from uh, the four games played in Dungani on Tuesday and Wednesday night. Well, look, that's it from this episode of your We Are Mead podcast. Remember, We Are Mead, why matters more.